This is episode nine with Mark Morris. I specialize in a very specific type of security. Subconscious security. You're talking about dreams. We create the world of the dream. We bring the subject into that dream. And they fill it with their secrets. It's called Inception. Hello everyone and welcome to Cerebral Mind Control. My name is Hadlin. I am a hypnotist, magician, mentalist, and speaker. Every week I will bring to you a driven, focused artist or entrepreneur and pick their brains on how they have learned to control their minds for success. Thank you so much for tuning in. Here we go. Welcome back to the Cerebral Mind Control Podcast. This episode, we speak with Mark Morris, an athlete who has won so many awards. He is a strength coach at Reebok CrossFit 306. He owns a couple companies. He's the main health coach for his company, PolyHealth, and he just started a new company called Swole Foods. He has a PhD in nutrition, so he definitely knows what he's talking about. In this episode, we talk about what people should focus on, the wrong things to focus on. We talk about why consistency is key, how Mark achieved his mindset. We talk about leaving a legacy and why you shouldn't wait to be discovered. You should go out there and work. We also talk a bit about his personal life and most importantly, why habits and accountability are more important than motivation. So please set aside the next hour and 20 minutes to listen to this podcast and you will definitely enhance your way of life. I learned so much in this episode and I, I can't wait for you to indulge in this as well and join me. So Thank you very much for tuning in once again. If you haven't already, please hit that subscribe button to make sure you stay up to date and hit that share button too, because this is a great episode. Now this episode is brought to you by my company, Hadlin Entertainment. We provide premium quality corporate entertainment services. So now without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, Mark Morris. Thank you very much for coming out, Mark. Yeah, appreciate awesome. it. Yeah, good to, good to be here. Yeah, you're feeling a little sick, but you came out a, anyways. I've it's had a awesome. bit of a, a tough week. I've been a little run down, so I'm going to try to be as audible as I can, but awesome. that kind of comes with the territory of being a little sick and working pretty hard, so I kind of hit the wall there uh, yesterday, so I'm feeling a bit better today. But I like it, though. You're Even though you're feeling run down, you're still... Still focused. And I I listened to the Reynolds episode, and I've been kind of a self development junkie for the longest yeah. time. So I definitely I like the the idea here, what you talk about with everybody that comes in. So I definitely wanted to do it. Awesome. Um, so yeah, I couldn't miss it. Right on it. So you you're a coach for health and fitness. Yep. Can you tell me more about that? Uh, I guess uh, it's more of a like strength and conditioning type approach. Uh, okay. After high school, uh, stopped playing sports and just got a little bit more into lifting weights recreationally, and uh, that led me to powerlifting. So I've been competitively powerlifting for uh, about ten years now, I think. Yeah, about ten wow. years. So that's like a discipline. It's not Olympic weightlifting, but it's 
uh, a strength sport that involves the squat, bench press, and deadlift. Right. So the main objective is getting as strong as you can for those three lifts. So I had been doing that for a while, and my undergrad was in chemistry, and I, I knew pretty quickly on I didn't want to be an analytical chemist. I could see how much enjoyment everyone else was getting but me out of this discipline. So right. I saw kind of a opportunity to uh, kind of change lanes a little bit. Um, I was really interested in nutrition at the time, so that's where I... Uh, I applied to come to grad school here in the nutrition program and kind of like got out of the hard science right. uh, area that I was in and it kind of led to more uh, a comprehensive approach of like health and fitness. So that's kind of what I do now with on a client basis is work with people. Um, my bias is definitely when they want a workout program to give them something that's resistance training and like barbell based because that's right. what what I know and okay. what I know works. But at the same time, like that's kind of, it's more, with nutrition, it's a little more comprehensive. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. And when you were getting to that point, to the point you're at now, yeah. were there any <clears throat> any struggles along the way? Because like, I know talking to a lot of people, it's hard for them to even just get in shape. Oh, absolutely. And you're, you're always breaking records. I see it on Facebook. You, you break your personal record like every day, it seems. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's been a, it's one of those things where I think... I've made just the same amount of mistakes everyone else has and kind of their own health journey and stuff. So I kind of know what, what comes up and what to avoid and what kind of, what's the best thing. And that's probably why, what makes me a good coach in this discipline is like, I know what people should focus on okay. and just giving them the tools to. So what should people focus on? Oh, in terms of um, like influencing their body composition and kind of like workout performance and stuff, uh, you can't have any conversation about that if you don't talk about energy intake, so calories and the bigger components that make up our food. Right. And how do you can kind of manipulate that to get the results that you want. Okay. And if anyone's telling you to focus on anything different, they probably are trying to sell something what, else. What are some of the wrong things to focus on? Um, I think we have this kind of idea of um, food quality. Like everyone can tell you what like healthy food is. Right. Right and like they're like oh I want to eat healthy I need to eat this without real context of of how to you know how to actually manipulate that or like even just like serving sizes and how it all fits into like a comprehensive plan okay and like how that all fits in if you could set up someone on if you could teach them to run their food intake like they ran a financial budget they would be in a much better position to control their health and that's what people miss the boat at completely right. and dietitians have been doing this for. Uh, pretty well for a long a long time I just don't know if they have like the I'm not sure they've ever had the right tools to impact people and that's where when we can use applications like my fitness and pal my fitness pal to like track your dietary intake yeah, right? it's, yeah it's like very easy to to give you an idea of where you're at right um, as opposed to something like Canada's food guide where it's like eat this many service sizes of this it's not completely personalized so like stuff like that is like much more applicable, and I think we're at the t like day and age where we can give people more individualized programs while still focusing on the things that matter. Because everyone wants to be like different or you know like a right. personal program, which works, but you still have to focus on the things that matter. Like for example, like we could have completely completely different metabolic rates, right? Like the amount of calories we burn throughout the day, okay. but we still need to focus on being in a caloric deficit, regardless of it's at 3,000 calories for me or 2,200 for you to, in order to lose weight. So, like, those principles are still there. It's just 
finding ways to apply them. Right. So okay. if people can focus more on that kind of stuff, well, they'd definitely be in a better place. But mainstream fitness marketing tells you that other things are much more important. Right. Right. Very cool. All right. Yeah. What are some of the things that you you coach your clients with uh, to help them push through the mental blocks? Um, I think the biggest thing is probably just preaching consistency is like something that I know in like my personal uh, like health journey and business life, just like showing up and doing the things that matter repeatedly mm-hmm. and looking at things in like the big picture, like trends kind of things. Because right. if, if you get too focused on the day in, day out stuff um, and not seeing results or progress, it can kind of drive you crazy. So it's always just kind of refocusing on uh, some some sort of positive feedback loop where something is working and show that it's working, observe, and then continue to push on kind of thing because sometimes we can't see results until right. uh, longer periods of time. Exactly. And, and and if people haven't seen results, that's probably why some crash diets and stuff work because people see results quickly and they want to continue on or they don't and it's just on to the next thing, right? Right. Yeah. So I think consistency and just... Uh, being patient and giving it some time is definitely something that we all could cultivate. And how did you get that mindset? By screwing up for years. Yeah, yeah probably. <laughs> um, probably by just trying to get like quick fixes and and not focusing on the things that matter, and just knowing like through time. And that's probably where my like PhD work has helped. Just being able to kind of uh, navigate through evidence and say what's important here, what isn't. Right. Looking at things in the big picture, because I mean that's what science is all about it's like accumulation of of evidence right and that's how we kind of build theories and say what works right. it's not like one little media bite where this is bad for you and then the whole thing changes right it's mm-hmm. more or less let's, oh let's take this with a grain of salt and see how it all fits into the big picture so it's that kind of stuff very cool yeah do you know what motivates you uh, that's a good question um, personally I, I think it's probably uh, I'm not sure it's a, I, I'm not exactly sure what it is. I have to probably think long and hard. I'm, I'm sure it's, it's um, probably always wanting to be like the best in a certain area and kind of like carving out a niche kind of thing. I think okay. probably at the beginning, it, I think inadequacies drive a lot of what we do, um, like not being good at something. And if you can overcome that, kind of gives you the drive to keep pushing on. Okay. So I think part of that probably, like if you saw... I hate to say it in a physical sense, but like if you saw pictures of me like 15 years ago, right? I was like a little like chubby, nerd-looking okay. type guy, and it's just one of those things that I've like worked really hard on, right? So I think in that sense, I probably always wanted to prove people wrong. That's probably not why you should do things, though. But I think right, that's probably, probably changed right now too. Definitely, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And I think now it's probably more or less just trying to um, show people. Um, the right way to do things. And I think that's probably why, like what drove me to like health and fitness to begin with is cause like if you put the right effort into the right things, you do see results right. and there's just that feedback loop, right? Where in a lot of things like the business world, sometimes people will just put work into things and they don't see the results or it's just, it's just like very, uh, I put X amount of effort into this side and see it come out at the other end and it's just very fulfilling. Mm-hmm. So I think that's okay. really helped. Yeah. But I think I'd have to think a little bit longer on that one. Now, in your journey here, 
were you a businessman first or were you into health and fitness first? Health and fitness first, okay. for sure. Do you feel like that has helped you in the business world by having a certain type of mindset going uh, into business? Yes and no. And I'm going to try not to be an academic because an academic will always tell you like yes and no. They never give you like a <laughs> no, of course not answer. Um, I was thinking that on the way over. I'm going to try not to say yes and no. I think, I think there's a lot of terrible business people in the fitness world and there's a lot of really good ones that are peddling things that uh, aren't evidence-based or don't necessarily matter so I mean there's some ethical issues there but I think the ones that are really good and know what they're doing aren't necessarily always good uh, business people so trying to find like some middle ground there in terms of delivering programs and approaches that work but that you can also benefit mm -hmm. from financially okay so it's like kind of finding some middle ground there so because I know you were talking about how, you know, if you track and count yep. your intake, you know, you can see a larger results, right? Yeah, for sure. So you could probably do that with your business and yep. you track everything? Yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah. Yep. And do you feel like that was a natural transition then? Uh, or is that something that when you started in business, maybe you didn't do it right away? Uh, I'm not sure I'm answering your question. Okay. I'm not sure we're on the same page. I think, okay. like, probably... 10 years ago, like I was just full on into health and fitness. This wasn't going to be my like career or anything. And I just loved it. Right. And I probably tried to help people and it never really worked. I don't know if they weren't invested okay. as much as I was or um, they weren't uh, into it. I have seen the last three to five years, like once you start charging people for a service, they're automatically invested in it. Right. Right. Exactly. So that it's kind of been like a natural progression from there right as soon as like and there's as soon as someone pays for something they want to do it and they want to put their full effort into it and as soon as they put the effort into it 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 helps right like as your job as like a coach or a consultant it isn't you are a bit of a motivator but at the same time people need to meet you halfway so i mean i think in that sense like you almost in, in order to be a really good coach you need to kind of strike up a business model mm -hmm. in terms of finding ways to make it work so okay mm -hmm. yeah very cool and i just noticed when i was i was reading more about you <clears throat> okay while you're on your way here yeah and i saw that you started something called swole foods is that right? oh yeah yeah that, that's really cool <laughs> this is recent um in the last probably two months okay so this is in addition to everything else right yeah yeah so i tell people what to eat on a daily basis okay so it made a lot of sense to bridge the gap into some sort of healthy food service. Right. So what we're doing right now is, um, Swole Foods is the name, swolefoods.ca is the uh, domain name. It's just an online uh, food service. And we're serving mostly people in Saskatoon, but we've had some orders outside of the city. Right. Um, meal prep service. So essentially you, and it's kind of, it's focused on higher protein, like healthy options for mm -hmm. food. So okay. we have some classic entrees on there and some, uh, like high protein goodies. That's awesome. And we're cooking on Mondays, and people put in orders, and it's been pretty fun so far. So it's kind of bridging that gap in terms of I can tell people what they should eat the entire day in a numbers objective sense, and now I'm trying to like come from the other angle and say here's how you fill it because some people just don't want to cook and they need things that are convenient, and I completely understand that. So right. it's trying to come at it from another angle. So you. You deliver pre-made meals and they just heat it up, or yep. how does that work? Yeah, yeah. Uh, most of the, everything depends on how much you order, right? If you order a week's worth of food, you should probably 
um, everything's made fresh, so mm. it's not going to last as long. So everything is in a container that's reheatable. So you can freeze some of it and then reheat it later. Or we can send the entire order frozen, which we've done for people that are out of town. So right. we delivered to Regina and Moose Jaw. And there's been some interest from smaller centers, so we're trying to Very cool. yeah, and work out the logistics. And how long has that been going on for? We've been in true, true business for two weeks. So wow. like, yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay. There's some cool stuff. And so you're already branched off to Regina and Moose Jaw? Yeah, like, I think. Wow. That's, yeah. Okay. Well, on like, like, we had a lot of clients that were definitely interested in the service. So right. that kind of went hand in hand. And there's people around that are interested. There's a couple cool things that people can do to save economically on the service. So most of the entrees on there are like $10 a meal, okay. which is... It's about average. I'd yeah, say. no, yeah, absolutely. Like, Especially like for like going a, out or something. Going out or what you spend on like Subway or something like that yeah. anyway. Like something that's uh, deemed as healthy and convenient. Like people are going to spend that anyway. So, um, but we do have a food subscription. Like in terms of people can sign up for if they want over the monthly period to get two meals delivered per day every week. Like okay. Their food would still come all on Mondays. But you'd have it for the entire week. But you could just save that way because it kind of sets you up to... Right. You'd have it for the entire month. Like That's pretty cool. Yeah, so people that are like shift workers and stuff, yeah. uh, it's been really popular with them. It's called the Swollen Membership, which is funny. <laughs> <laughs> That's a clever name. Yeah, yeah. So I, how did you come up with this idea for this for this new business? I, well, we worked at like, Scratch and um, way back when. And yeah, we had always, bouncers together. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it was funny. Uh, I've always been like interested in the idea of a restaurant um, but this type of service still involves cooking and giving people a healthy idea so I kind of had the idea of like a healthy food focused right. um, macronutrient friendly restaurant uh, in my head and this is something that's been bouncing around for probably like two or three years but uh, just as a business person like the overhead on restaurants and how quickly they can collapse and how much money you put into them right. just didn't really vibe with my personal business philosophy. So something like this where we can do pre-orders and then go out and get the stuff to cook right. just seems to make a lot more sense to me. Yeah, that's clever. I like yeah, it. Yeah, so it's kind of... <coughs> we probably will never get like the same... Well, we might get... like You don't get foot traffic or anything, but with social media and stuff, you get the same amount of um, attraction to something like that. Yeah, so it's like a different... more in some yeah. cases, right? Yeah. I can actually see you possibly getting like a food truck in the future. Well, yeah, that'll probably be something that we're definitely going <laughs> to look into. If not a food truck, at least a food cart that I can be pedaling around next summer. Nice. Yeah, That'd that's awesome. kind of like the way I see my summer going next summer. Yeah? Yeah, but food truck, definitely. The only thing is, I don't know if, if people want, if people would want or would be against those healthy meals being like already pre-cooked kind of thing. Because mm -hmm. <clears throat> if they can get something that's already... Uh, pre-cooked, we wouldn't necessarily need all of the things that are inside of a food truck, right? So right. it's just kind of like figuring out what works best for what people want. Right. So a food cart with a bike attached, which kind of fits into the sense. whole fitness thing, <laughs> might be the best approach. But definitely a food truck or cart or something is something that yeah. we're definitely interested in. Nice. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, we're, we're pretty pumped about it. So you guys will probably be at the next year food truck festival. Hopefully, yeah, <laughs> yeah, in some sense, yeah. So we'll see what it is. I can already see, like, your business, like, it's going to be growing exponentially here. Yeah, we I hope already, so. I can see it happening. Yeah. Cool. Because, like, it's such a good idea. 
I'm probably going to jump on board too. Absolutely. Because when I'm, you know, doing a lot of shows and I'm away from home. For sure, you rely really, on what's around. Right, or, there's not yeah. many options for me to cook at all. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, just, I'm in my car driving from one place to the next, you know. Yeah. I think this would be a good idea for me. For sure, I think it would be too. And especially in terms of, <clears throat> it's big in the States where, um, like health and fitness professionals that do travel a lot, yeah. need to just show up at a hotel and find food quickly. It's healthy for them, so some of these services will deliver right to their hotel. Nice. Right? Like in a frozen box. And most hotel rooms now have microwaves and stuff, so you can yeah. just like pop it in there type thing. So that's something that's super, super popular. Nice. Yeah. So you'll probably offer that soon. Hopefully. Yeah, yeah, we're just getting like the logistics of what everything costs and what's the best way to, um, like pricing points right. on shipping for those some of those longer orders and stuff. Right. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Very, very cool. Now, I noticed you are a Reebok 360 or 306? 306, yeah. CrossFit. That's the CrossFit gym um, I do all my strength coaching out of. Yeah. I Actually, I wanted to ask you. Okay. Once I saw the CrossFit, because <clears throat> I'm sure a lot of people maybe have seen different things about people talking about CrossFit, CrossFit absolutely. versus yep. lifting and whatnot, but you obviously don't lift improperly. Because, no. Right? Yeah. What what is that whole thing? Like I don't even ah uh, like I've seen some videos where there there's people that are going sure I I think people too hard for something. But. Well, I, it depends on like what like where you are uh, in terms of like your level of fitness and what you're doing. Like when you see someone do their like the a CrossFit workout, the idea is always to do something in the shortest po possible time, or you're like racing a clock or that type of thing. Like the workout set up for it to be high intensity like that. Okay. And that's kind of what like has given rise to like the butterfly pull-ups and the kipping pull-ups where you see people do like um, almost that like fish out of water right. movements, right? <laughs> where I mean, I think like a lot of those movements derive from gymnastics and if people knew that kind of stuff. Right. Yeah. Like they, <clears throat> if you ever talk to you said, oh, I'm a gymnast, someone would be like, oh, that's cool. If someone's like, oh, I'm a crossfitter that does gymnastic style movements like oh you do crossfit and then there's the other side of things where people that are into crossfit are like very very into it right, right. almost like, uh, like a, to a cult like level kind of thing so um my experience with crossfit has been extremely positive um generally the people that i work with uh want to show up work hard do things correctly uh and continue to learn and i don't think crossfit generally has gotten that um that kind of vibe from it okay. but my experience has been really really positive nice yeah and i mean let alone like <clears throat> that uh <clears throat> let it alone it's done like it's okay <laughs> who would have known that you would have been the one <laughs> yeah um let alone that like uh the crossfit world has given a lot of us in specific disciplines like powerlifting yeah. just more awareness to it and it's just driven so much attention to what we do in okay. like barbell sports like weightlifting and powerlifting and even strongman stuff. It's just helped popularize things oh, like nice. a lot. So if anything, I'm thankful for CrossFit. Because yeah, all press is good press, right? No, absolutely. For sure. For sure. And don't, like, don't get me wrong. There's, there's, and there's idiots in every sport. And I think people forget that really, really quickly. Right, and they yeah. focus on it too much. Like, yeah. Should we be looking at the big picture? For sure. For sure. And even something like uh, there's, a, there's a bench press video going around right now. This like smaller... 66 kilo lifter which is like 145 pounds okay and he's like got a crazy bench arch oh yeah yeah it's like right it's like he's doing a back for sure and i 
that's like a powerlifting discipline. Yeah, it's like a back bridge, uh, more or less. And the idea with the standards for a bench press is that your shoulders have to be planted on the bench along with your butt. And your heels have to be on the ground. And your head also has to be touching the bench. So like, there's like some contact points that can touch. Okay. But outside of that, you can do whatever you want to manipulate your body. So that's where you see some of those crazy arches, and I arch too in my bench, just I can't do it as much as that guy yeah. did. And people see that like, oh, it's cheating, oh, it's this and that. It's like, no, there's standards of the rules, and people will do whatever they can within the rules to sex- successfully complete, complete the lift, right? Hmm. But people don't see that as that. They see it as like, oh, this is cheating, he's getting away with blah, 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 <laughs> blah. Let alone if, again, someone approached you and said, I'm, like, really into, like, flexibility yeah. and stuff, they're like, oh, that's cool. That's cool, right? And then also sometimes you incorporate it into a bench press and people are like, this is ridiculous. Right. Right, probably, I don't know if it's because they can't do it or it's foreign or novel to them, but they're like, oh, my God, this is the most ridiculous thing ever. It's like, no, it's not. It was yeah. pretty crazy, though, like, <clears throat> that back. Sure, and there's, like, no range like, of motion and stuff, and, exactly. like, I completely understand but, that, but if I could do that, I'd be doing it. Yeah, okay. For sure, yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. It's just hard to get that flexibility. No, completely, yeah. entirely. How do you keep yourself motivated on a daily basis to, you know, in your business and your your personal? I largely think motivation is overrated. Yeah. Yeah. And why I say that is that motivation is going to, like, come and go. It, it ebbs and flows. It really doesn't have no, like, rhyme or reason. Obviously, if you're, like, competing for something and you have a date on a calendar in advance... Like, you're going to push yourself towards that date. But at the same time, you should be working just as hard or have, like, some sort of goal when you don't have that kind of pending date on the calendar. Okay. So I think motivation in terms of, um, like, always needing to be motivated. Motivation isn't always going to be there. Like, it's a very much a finite resource. So you kind of have to, like, cultivate some, like, habits that keep you going no matter what. Okay. Right? Like, for me, like, I'm going to, I'm going to have a plan and a goal like in the weight room or in my business regardless of what time of the year it is and I'm just going to hold myself accountable to that okay. and there's going to be times where I absolutely hate it but I treat it like a job and just show up and do it no matter what and just showing up and doing it no matter what is going to make you so much more successful than being really motivated half the year just showing up and doing it yeah right so in terms of like I, I'd rather like and especially with clients and stuff I'd rather teach them and enforce some habits that they can rely on because motivation isn't always going to be there. Mm-hmm. So I think like largely motivation in terms of like the conventional sense is pretty overrated. Okay. Yeah. yeah is my take I on it. I appreciate that. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. You know, you have a really strong mind and you're able to, you know, just go there and do it, which is yep. cool. For sure. Or like, or... I'd have to say you probably cultivated that over the years too. Absolutely. Absolutely. But it's just teaching people that... And how do you teach people that? Uh, you just give them the tools and hold them accountable to like needing to show up and telling them that's important. Okay. Yeah, right. Like that's the biggest reason why coaching works. Right. Is because you're just it doesn't matter what type of program you're doing, you're just holding them accountable to showing up, and then and therefore they're consistent and then they get better. But who are you accountable to? Uh, I've in personally, I've been like I've been coached. I'm not cur- like currently being coached, but I my last bodybuilding season I was coached. Okay. Uh huh. Okay, so you even hire a coach. Everyone needs a coach. Yeah. Coaches need coaches. Very cool. Yeah. Okay. Now, what do you would you say is the the biggest difference between you now and you five years ago? Uh, 
Probably shortcuts. Probably always trying to find shortcuts five years ago uh, in order to be, like, successful. Yeah. Uh, just, like, trying to find any way and almost, like, thinking, if I do this right now, I'm going to be able to do this in a month, right? When really, I think people overestimate what they can do in a short period of time and underestimate, like, those longer periods of time. Mm-hmm. So if you just set yourself on, like, oh, I'm going to be able to do this, have, like, a successful business in two and a half years, as opposed to we're going to have everything up and running, it's going to be perfect in two months, right. um, they'd probably be in a much better mindset. So I think, like, between, like, me now and five years ago, it was definitely just the simple fact that I thought I could probably do things much more quicker than they could be done. Right. And always trying to find those little things, be it, like, sinking money into something or, like, a supplement or a business idea or a program and something instead of focusing on like just showing up for three years, right? Right. Yeah. And the consistency. Yeah, for sure. What do you think is going to be the difference between you now and you five years from now um, in the future? Like, where do you see yourself going? That's, uh, that's a really good question. I, I would like to continue growing my um, like consulting business and obviously Swole Foods because they go hand in hand. But like personally... Um, just probably like enjoying things a little bit more. Like I kind of become so stoic about some stuff, Yeah. you know, like just, uh, nothing's good or bad. Just kind of like, I, I think some of my most successful times I've been like, so just focused on doing what I needed to do and not enjoying it that I probably didn't enjoy things as much as I as could or should have. Right. right? It wasn't okay. as elating as I thought it would be. So just trying to focus on that stuff like I always do enjoy the journey but like sometimes you get over like those like you reach a goal or something and you just like are kind of standing around and thinking like now what so just kind of like in that moment like being a little more thankful and stuff okay yeah so you already you see yourself doing these exact same thing though yeah like, more or less but just more of it yeah in the future yeah like a little bit larger so scale and having people work under me and finding awesome. the right people to work under me and yeah. stuff is probably where I hope to see things going perfect yeah it's exactly what a lot of people want. And, and I have to applaud you for, you know, living what you want to do. Yeah. Which is awesome. For sure. It's hard to do. I, it definitely is. I think some people, some people see it as like courageous or a little crazy and stuff. And for mm-hmm. me personally, I don't think I've ever known any other way. Like me thinking right now being in like academia or something, I, I think or like having a normal job. It would just wouldn't vibe mm-hmm. with kind of, like, I like, like, getting an idea in my head and, and, like, sitting down and doing it, like, be it if it takes five hours or, like, ten hours straight, right? Like, just making sure that it works and seeing a final product and that, like, I really thrive on that. Mm-hmm. And that's not like something you really get in most conventional jobs. So when people see, like, oh, that's, I applaud you for doing that kind of thing, I really think, like, no, I would, I don't know any other way kind, of, cool. kind of stuff. So You've done it your whole life. Where do you think you... Where that, where that, where do you think that stems from? Um, I think my parents are like hardworking people, but they're also like kind of have a bit of entrepreneurial spirit. Okay. I think like one side of my family is like extremely hardworking and like no nonsense, and the other side is kind of like has a little bit more of like business uh, leanings. So it's kind of like a combination of those two things. Nice. Yeah, but it's probably definitely an upbringing thing, and always wanting to. Uh, accomplish things or do better or do something different maybe um, innovate a little bit right yeah right okay and uh, actually 
It's going to be maybe a hard question. I don't sure, know. sure, I'm ready. But, uh, what do yeah. you feel like the meaning of life is? Uh, that's a, definitely a good question. I think, did you ask Chad this one? I did. He said it was <clears throat> stories. Yeah. Which I think is really powerful. That is really powerful, for sure. And I think... Um, I think my probably my view on this has changed a little bit. You know Chris Jarvis as well. Mm -hmm. I think his his idea is somewhat similar in terms of like everyone's trying to leave their own legacy type thing. And you can see it in like me personally. I know like people will settle down really quickly and have families and stuff. Yeah. And like me personally, um, I think like, oh, I want to accomplish all these like business or health or personal type goals. So like it, that hasn't been like a priority for me as much as maybe it is for others. Okay. But when really, when you think of it, that's just like their legacy. Maybe they want to be known as it's like they were a fantastic mom or someone that started a family or something like that or mom and dad kind of thing. And right. like that, that's what they want to be known as. Maybe they didn't have that growing up or maybe they just always wanted to be that, right? Like I always wanted to be this fantastic parent or something, right? And I think just everyone's trying to leave their own legacy. So I think Chris probably introduced me to that idea. It's something that I'm not going to take credit for. But, okay, no yeah, I think it's a, everyone's leaving trying to, legacy. yeah, leaving some sort of legacy, be it like you were this powerful business person or just someone that, you know, wanted to be like a really, really influential, influential member of their community, you know, like something like that. Okay. So I think probably most people's actions align with what they want to do in their legacy. How many clients do you have now and like how many people have you helped to this point I know okay. no 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 I saw the way you bridged in there I was like man that, um I think I've worked with 120 clients this year this year alone yeah so okay. I think most people will generally work with me for at least three months okay I've had a few le less than that and a few a lot longer than that like I've had people that I've worked with for three years straight right um so and how many people do you think ballpark ah uh, probably like over the last three years, maybe it's indirectly like the people I've worked with nutrition, it's been like 120 this year, um, like health and fitness and just generally, I don't know, like 200, 300, something like that over the last two or three years. Right on. Yeah. I'd, I'd like to say that you're probably in the business more so of helping people grow as people, as, as humans. For sure. And I think, you know? um, I think, and that kind of goes along with, uh, that's why I think a lot of. Um, self-help junkies f go into that health and fitness realm because you can put effort into something and see it almost immediately, right. Okay. right? So I think that's probably what draws a lot of people to that idea of like, you know, being able to change their lives through like health and fitness. So I, I think it's just a tool, like it's one of the tools used to help people realize their potential. You know what I mean? It's one of those things that um, maybe it's just a, this stepping stone to something bigger that they can change their lives, right? But once they like get that kind of confidence in one aspect, it kind of snowballs. Does right. that make sense? It does, yeah. 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 I like it. Yeah. How far ahead do you plan uh, anything? It could be personal business. I think I have some big plans in terms of like where I want things to go big picture, mm -hmm. but uh, like maybe a couple months in advance. Okay in terms of plans, like there's some things like, um, you alluded to one of the ideas that we have, um, for like next summer kind of yeah. thing. And we'll s probably get the ball rolling, uh, right after the new year on some of those things. Right. So stuff like that, like it's months in advance and some things are day to day. Like I will forget things and need to do them immediately and stuff. And sometimes there is no planning and 
your plan changes. So like I, I generally try to be pretty organized and plan, but you also have to be like extremely flexible because right. things are going to, every time I'm a little too, like I get a little too ahead of myself in planning, the proactiveness always backfires. <laughs> yeah. It's like, this didn't work out at all. And actually I have to thank you for being extremely flexible too by, you know, I just asked you yesterday. Yeah. I, I meant to ask you to be yeah. the guest here for a while now, <laughs> Yeah. but I just asked you yesterday and for sure. It's, yeah, thank you very much. Well, yeah. even that, well, like the spur of the moment stuff, like me, it could have been, if you would ask me this two weeks ago, I might have said like, no, because like things have been extremely busy lately and stuff. And then right. I looked at my morning this morning. Well, yesterday I looked at it for this morning and I was like, yeah, I can do that. I can make that work. So it worked out perfectly. Yeah. Right. But yeah, it is just being flexible. It probably meant to be that way. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. For sure. Do you feel like there's any outside forces? Any uh, outside forces that affect how you uh, do things in life? Like a higher power? Yeah, do you stuff? feel, do you yeah. believe in that sort of thing? No, I yeah. do. Absolutely. I do. Um, I think on religion and um, I, I probably say I'm a spiritual person as opposed mm -hmm. to religious, but I do definitely think there's a higher power. I think a lot of people will use that um, in their lives in probably. Um, different ways but sometimes I, I would just say the wrong way when someone just like absolves all responsibility and says like it, oh this is it was always meant to be this is supposed to be where it happened kind of like destiny type stuff but right. I definitely think there's like a, a larger power uh, playing a role in these things but I also think it's up to you to control your destiny I mean like yeah. without without your effort and without the foresight and stuff nothing is going to happen exactly you right could, you could plan you could dream but yeah if you don't actually do something, it's never going to no, happen. No, absolutely. Right. Absolutely. So, but I definitely do think there's, I, I see it all the time in terms of like, um, maybe it's just me viewing it as me being lucky, but things just like falling into place that probably should have never fell into place. Okay. You know what I mean? Can you, can you uh, share something like that? Yeah. Just that being happened? like in the right moment at the right time. Um, I remember, so I would have been like a, it might've been like second year undergraduate, um, doing chemistry, but being really into working out. Like I was basically a, a lab scientist in my discipline, okay. but like only wanting to like exercise and read about uh, like nutrition and health and fitness and all this stuff. And then I went and saw uh, a speaker talk, uh, John Berardi, who's his company's name is Pre Precision Nutrition okay. out of Toronto. And I remember him seeing, I remember that seeing the letters like John Berardi, PhD, CSCS, which is like a certified strength and conditioning specialist. And it's right. a designation that you can only get if you have a degree. Okay. So I think like that kind of cemented the, like that moment in time was like, okay, I know what I have to do now to do this. Nice. Right. And I was like, okay, there's nothing stopping me from doing this. Like I can make this transition kind of thing if I follow this similar type path. And I remember wanting to ask him like what I should do in the seminar at the end, but like, it felt a little too personal and stuff and I didn't. And I think someone ended up asking the question anyway. And his answer was probably like, oh, I don't know what to tell you in terms of this stuff. But I just knew that like if I <clears throat> went down a similar path, like things would kind of work themselves out. Mm -hmm. And it's been kind of like one of those things It's like happened ever since. Like I just kind of keep on stumbling upon the right opportunities and capitalizing on them. And it's kind of got to the point where it's just really worked out. Really That's worked awesome. out well, yeah, yeah. But I do like part of it's luck for sure. Like I'm a, 
a lucky But luck individual. is being prepared at the right time. Sure. No, absolutely. No, it is. And being able to capitalize on that and seeing an opportunity where mm-hmm. other people don't see it. Right. And then following through on it is the biggest thing, probably. Okay. People are probably presented with opportunities all the time that they don't um, follow up on. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I, you know, looking back, there's a lot of opportunities that I passed up in my early, early days as a magician. Yeah. That, you know... I definitely could have done it if I just would have said, yes, I can do it. For just sure. Just figure it out after. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. <laughs> Which I've learned now, you know, someone asks you, to, if you can do something, yes, I can. For sure. And then you just, if you don't actually know how, you figure it out. No, for sure. And you will figure it out. Like, it yep. will fall into place. You'll. F- as long as you want it to. Yeah. And it does. Uh-huh. Yeah, I like that. And let alone, like, <clears throat> I don't know what those opportunities were with with you, but, like, uh, a lot of those times people are asking you those things because you are the expert and you're going to fill a void and they already like believe in you to do it right. Yeah. Like most of that part of what you thought you didn't have was already cemented in their minds. Right. Mm-hmm. So you just pretty much could have done your thing and they would have been happy yeah. with it. Right. But you exactly. didn't believe that maybe you were capable of it yeah. at the time, but you probably were. So it's just saying yes. And then I know having I the guts was, to do it. Yeah, absolutely. But, for I, sure. but that old me didn't know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So, so I mean, it's exactly just something that, right. yeah. for sure, comes in time. And maybe you, maybe personally, you needed those things to learn those things oh, yeah. for you to realize. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Would you change anything about your past? No, I don't think so. I think yeah. it's all led me to where I am. Good. For sure. I like. And that. like, I still have like tons of work to do. I'll be the first person to say that. Yeah. Like, I need to do a lot of things better, and I will do them. It's just. Keep working, but no, I wouldn't change anything. Especially, yeah. I, I, I met a lot of great people along the way. In terms of, I definitely, I, I told you earlier, like the first thing I said was like I didn't want to be a chemist. Mm-hmm. I knew that right away. But I met some really great, great people uh, through that experience and learned some good habits, and um, it led me to where I am. So, what's your PhD in? Uh, nutrition. In nutrition. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Very cool. For sure. And even still, uh, my my main like my thesis project isn't. Like, it doesn't wake me up in the morning. Like, it's not, I don't necessarily love it, but I see the benefit of it, and it's given me a lot of really, really good skills along with credentials, and mm-hmm. I think just the process of that is what helps people, not necessarily. Like, people think, oh, I'm in this in school, like, I can't do this. If you looked at what people end up doing with their degrees or their experience, it's rarely ever lines up with what they intended. Right. So it's just knowing that off the hop and still doing things, right? I really like how you're so focused and everything feels easy to you. It's awesome. You think so? Yeah. You you think that it's, you know, everything's easy and that uh, I think that sort of mindset, if you could instill it in other people, that they would just have more belief in their own abilities to go forward. No, for sure. And uh, yeah, like you've had that at, at a young age. Yeah. Which is awesome. I appreciate that. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So, yeah. Do you have any sort of routine on a daily basis to to get you into a zone or anything? Um, I'm definitely a procrastinator, so mm-hmm. I need to find things that uh, help me deal with that. Uh, there's definitely some like tools and stuff that help. Um, I know, like, I could sit on Facebook and read through information, and it's the worst part about like Facebook and stuff is that. 
like the way my Facebook is set up, it's like all health and fitness people. Like I, I got off it for a while just because I wasn't accomplishing anything. So I completely left the Facebook world and then came back and the people that are like on my friends list are all health and fitness people publishing like blog posts on like things that I'd be interested in. So it's really easy to trick yourself into thinking that you're doing something useful, reading all this stuff. And really maybe you should just be doing that for a set period of time a day. Yeah. So I definitely um, use some web-based applications to help me when I need to focus. Interesting. Uh, yeah. Okay. Like uh, what? Antisocial is one of them. Antisocial. Okay. I think I learned that from, I think it was on Tim Ferriss's 4-Hour Work Week is where I first found that In tool. the book? Yeah. Essentially. Really? Book, eh? I think so. Okay. Yeah. It's somewhere. I think... Uh, the premise of the actual application is that you put in the websites that you don't want to be on. Okay. And it disables them from your Google Chrome or right. Firefox. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, and for a set period of time, so you put it in for like two hours or something. And for you to actually go on, like if you wanted to go on, you'd have to reboot your entire computer before that time. <laughs> which is, if you... That's good. Yeah, it is good. And for a set period of time, like it's really, really good. And if you do do it, if you do reset your computer you feel immense amounts of shame yeah like it's bad it's bad yeah yeah I, I don't remember it but now that you were saying how you have to install it into your into chrome i was thinking like a mobile app yeah, yeah well it's just I, like I a, reading about that, a yeah. web-based application type thing um i don't so i am like I, I don't think i have anything like that on my phone i am a procrastinator though so like leveraging any tools that can help you streamline anything right or like keep you away from certain things is definitely a good good thing yeah what are some other books that you've read that have helped you um the best book i've read in the last five years and i'm going to check my phone in a second to make sure i'm saying it right is the title is um be so good they can't ignore you okay and it pretty much uh deals with like the passion hypothesis um and how people believe that if they do something with their lives that they're passionate about, they'll be happy. Mm -hmm. And it kind of debunks that, and it's really, oh, yeah. really good. Yeah, absolutely. Just kind of talks about how what actually makes people um, happy in their work lives or, like, fulfilled is, like, things like autonomy and being able to control their own destiny and, and, and feeling valued and stuff and how you can cultivate certain things in your current work life to help you fulfill that instead of, like, I think... We see it all the time. Uh, people will, people think, oh, like, I got to stop and like set up this business, or like I'm really passionate about. I think the example they use is like yoga, like this, like a yoga instructor. But this person's never done. Like maybe they're, maybe they practice yoga and stuff, mm -hmm. but they're in no place to become a yoga instructor. But they quit their like corporate, you know, nine to five job to fulfill this dream, and how often that actually fails. Yeah. But in our minds, like, that's what we think we need to do. Hmm. To, uh, yeah, it's really, really good. And, and, and on a case-by-case -case basis, it, it gives you a lot of good, good examples. Okay. Let me, uh, I think it's Cal. I got it on uh, audible.com. Okay. Yeah, like audible books, audio books. Yeah. Uh, the, the website's called Audible, though. You know, I prefer listening to a book than reading it, it's, personally. Yeah. It's a lot easier. For sure. It's, it, you can do it while you're working out. I don't know if you yeah. do, but... I need to, like... I, I can't... I have a hard time... Oh, I might have deleted it off here. Because it takes up so much room. Um, but yes, I'm pretty sure that's the name of the book. And I would suggest anyone... Well, I'll, I'll look it up yeah. and uh, find the exact term or whatever. For sure. 
sorry, name of the book. And yeah. I'll put it in the show notes and stuff. Okay, so cool. anyone that's interested in it, yeah, you, know, you bet. Be able to, Very to cool. buy it or whatever. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, I think on Audible you get a one free book when you sign up. Yeah. So if anyone hasn't done that yet, they should do that and download that as their free book. Nice. Yeah. Good idea. For sure. Well, I don't have my free book yet. So. There you go. I would check it out. It's <laughs> really, really good. Yeah. Uh, my fiance, Amy, and I both listen to it. And we, I guess, academics and people that are like, you know, trying to find out exactly what they should do with their lives. It was like very, very timely. Okay. Yeah. Could you maybe uh, recommend, or actually, instead of recommend, if you could leave behind maybe one or two books yeah. that when someone reads it, they know who Mark is and not and not any of your work it just has to be some and it doesn't have to be a book it could be a tv show movie um, it could be a song album um but something that when they listen watch or read it they know who you are they know what type of person you are that's okay well there's a few i, I really like the book the alchemist like i enjoyed that i think a lot of people would say that just kind of your own manifesting your own destiny but it's also not within your control type mm -hmm. thing like that's i really like that book um i was really interested in that um i wouldn't say like i'm trying to think i'm gravitating towards one example right now that doesn't um it probably doesn't explain who i am but it could tell you what i'm like fascinated with okay uh like riffraff is like something like and i the idea of riffraff the rapper who kind of like created his own life Okay. And like, kind of complete perception is reality. Turned himself into some, like, gangster, not gangster rapper. Like he makes fun of himself all the time. But like, okay. became a rap artist and believed he could become a rap artist and some icon. And then did it and started to believe it and created this persona around it. And now it's like actually a thing. Is like extremely fascinating to me. Very like cool. I think that's the. <laughs> the coolest thing and people are like this is so ridiculous and like you kind of have to it is ridiculous but if you come at it from that approach and think like this guy believed something for so long and then became it and like it's actually a thing like that's pretty interesting that is really interesting yeah, yeah. Now, do you believe that sort of thing if you if you think it if you can like convince yourself of it that you'll become it well you see i see it a lot of times negatively yeah. more than positively like i see it a lot of times, people's perception is reality when they really believe something, um, and then it kind of manifests into that. So I see, I see both sides of it, but I definitely think you could definitely. Do you incorporate that into your coaching? Um, yeah, Ch for changing sure. Changing the way that your you clients think. think and... Yeah, like visualize kind of some sort of success, or at least like take a second to look at what you've done already, and that might help you move forward, kind of okay. thing. Yeah. Do you have any tips or tricks that you've learned on how you control your own mind for success? Um, I think the stoic thing has really helped me. Like I think um, not getting too high or too low based on any type of, type of like external thing okay. has really helped me. Like not letting any type of emotion really get to you, like be it good or bad. Like, I think that's really helped, but there's also downsides of that, definitely. Like, I think, like, at the times where I've been more, most successful, successful and I should have been really happy, I was kind of like, oh, this is, this is that, right? But I definitely think not getting too emotionally caught up in things has really been extremely helpful okay. in both my, like, business and health life. Like, not being focused on, 
like someone really, really, really wants to do something and they put themselves in a position to work really, really hard to and it doesn't work out for them and they're like extremely crushed. Right. Like in that sense, you need to be able to find the positive in it. And the other side of things is that like, that doesn't mean you're the best either, right? Yeah. Like you're just the best that day. You're, it just happened to work out for you, right? Like it doesn't mean you should stop working or, or not continue to innovate or work harder, right? Like it's just kind of finding like, so not going either way on that, I think has really helped me personally. Okay. Yeah. And I don't, I'm not sure that's a personal thing. I'm not sure anyone uh, could benefit that from that or apply, but I think generally like it's not a bad idea. Just don't get too caught up in things. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> Is there anything, any sort of failures along the way up until your current level of success that has actually helped shape in a big way who you are? Yeah, I think, I wouldn't say failures, but maybe just more or less mindsets. Like, I think a lot of people, um, especially in the social media world, they're, like, waiting for something to happen. You know, like, their big break. They're waiting for them, like, to be discovered or something. Mm -hmm. um, and not, like, being active and participating and just, like, kind of waiting for them. They're like, oh, yeah. I, like... Because if you wait, it's not going to happen. No, absolutely. You put yourself and, out there. And I think that's what a lot of people are afraid of, and they don't put themselves out there. They don't. Um, they don't learn, they don't speak their minds, they don't show up kind of thing, but they're still waiting for that, like, oh, I'm going to be discovered. And I see that, like, all the time. Like, it's not just health and fitness. Like, it happens with a bunch of different people, right? They're like, oh, I'm going to be discovered and I'm going to blow up. If it hasn't happened organically, like, it's not going to happen. Like, people don't understand that. You have to actually put the work into becoming a voice in your discipline. Or if it hasn't happened yet, it's not going to happen. Right. Unless like, I think a lot of people... you got to actually put the work and people don't see that they always see an overnight success as just that for sure and really that overnight success was 20 years of 20 work. years or you know? the person just got really lucky and they also fade out right right like, but if they got lucky exactly what you said they fade out yeah for sure one yeah wonder sort of thing definitely but we do see that like success picture as something that like oh they just were there at the right time and they were really successful it's like no it's probably like a very unique series of events where someone that was like very talented uh, also put the work in and also got lucky to get where they were and things just kind of went out of control like at the right period of time mm -hmm. but people I think a lot of people are just like waiting for that moment to happen to them it's like it's not gonna happen Like you have to do things the same way that everyone else did them yeah it's it's like trying to <coughs> waiting around to win the lottery or yeah something, right? exactly exactly it do you have any mentors people that you've looked up to um yeah i think i so that first person who i like like i, I told you that i barely even met was like yeah. kind of like in uh, a figure in my head of something like i wanted to be mm -hmm. and i kind of strive towards that type of st stuff um i have an aunt who's like a phenomenal salesperson um, who I learned a lot from, like she has owned a salon like her entire life and took like chances on that kind of thing. So yeah. I saw that as like, um, I just saw like what she did to make it successful and some of the things that she cultivates, uh, and definitely learned a lot from that. Um, the last coach that helped me in my like men's physique bodybuilding type journey, uh, Neil has been really helpful. Uh, learned a lot from him. He's someone that does like very similar stuff to what I do, um, and he's extremely successful. So, 
in terms of like people always think they have to like rewrite the entire wheel, right? It's like no, like look at what successful people do and and find your own way within that kind of thing. And like people don't do that right, and model it for sure. People think they need to like reinvent the wheel yeah. at all times, right? And it's like no, you definitely <laughs> don't. Yeah. yeah, that kind of thing. So those are like three people um, that come to mind. Okay. Uh, and my fiance, like extremely hard worker, and right. I definitely um, learn a lot from her. And right, cool. Yeah. Well, when are you guys getting married? Uh, next September. Next September? Yeah, the 24th. Oh, nice. Yeah. It's coming up quick. Yeah, absolutely. It's going to be here before you know it. No, exactly. <laughs> it's going to be a really, really busy year, and we're excited about it. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm excited for you, because, yeah, I don't know... I think we've seen each other here and there since the scratch Yeah, days. like periodically, yep. But, yeah, really having a conversation in general, like a good conversation for sure. wasn't since scratch. No, exactly. It's yeah. like passerby stuff, right? Like yeah. just seeing each other out and always someone's like being pulled one way or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah no, it's so really it's, good. It's awesome to, to see where you are and how for far sure. you have gone. Yeah, and, come. and likewise, absolutely, you're... Well, doing so well and it's so nice to see you doing something you're like thank you <laughs> you are passionate about but at the same time it put the work in to becoming really good at right yeah. i still feel like i'm just beginning for sure and that's it's that's a very liberating feeling at the same time right? it is yeah because yeah. for a while you know i like oh yeah yeah come so far i'm awesome for sure but yeah no i have to well, be more humble and be like and i think as you as you grow into these things you definitely become more humble which yeah. is strange right like time kind of reverses and you like come to find out you know a lot less than you think you did and exactly just what you need to do and and like things i don't know like if you see another like magician do this or that like it doesn't it probably doesn't like bother you or impact you as it would like way back when like i think a lot of people like i don't know if it's like an insecurity or something they're like oh i can't do that i can't do this and it would bother them and stuff it's just like now you see it as yeah. Like it doesn't bother I actually, you. I love being fooled. It's, yeah, it's the greatest feeling. Is it? Yeah. yeah. And so, if someone tries to figure it out, I just I wish I could just you know give them that understanding that it's great to be fooled. Yeah, for sure. Awesome. For sure. It it's rare for me to not understand how something works. So that's cool. That's yeah. a cool feeling. <laughs> yeah, that's a definitely a specific trait. Like I barely ever know how anything works yeah yeah i'm like definitely someone that gets duped a lot yeah well it's like i don't know the more you read up on the subject the more sure sure of the concepts that you understand and uh, i guess that's why that pen and teller fool us shows around yeah you know they they want the same feeling for other magicians to fool them yeah very cool so like it sounds like a lot of like my nutrition stuff applies to that right like you focus on the specific things that fool people, right? Like the principles of something. And just if you know those really well, you can kind of tell right away yeah. where something is. So it's very similar in different disciplines. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Where are you, where are you next 10 years, what are you doing? Me? Yeah. I don't know if I want to share it publicly, <laughs> but yeah, I, I see some some crazy things happening in that, actually just the next year alone. Cool. And uh, cool. I'm going to make sure it happens. It's, uh, for sure. I won't. I won't say exactly what it is on, yeah. on the recording or anything. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, a couple nights ago, which was crazy, I had insomnia, but these ideas kept coming through my head. So it was cool. great. So yeah, no kidding. I got up, went to the computer, just hammered it out, hammered out all yeah. these ideas, and 
yeah, that's exactly what I'm going to be focusing on for this next year. Cool. And I think it's, I believe it's going to be the best idea for my business yet. So. Very cool. Very, very cool. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. But I, at the same time, I don't want to say anything out loud because I don't know. I feel like maybe I'm the first one to think of it this way. Yep. So I don't want to divulge any secret. For sure. Area For sure. Yet. I don't think you should. But at the same time, I don't think anyone, like since it's your like baby, I don't think anyone would follow through with it. Like, maybe they would, but, like, not with the same, like, passion and intently and maybe. make sure it happens, right? Maybe. I still don't think you should. But yeah. the, 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 okay. the idea that, like, ideas are dime a dozen, like, it's very, like, it's, yeah. like, everyone. And if it does work the yeah. way I see it working, yeah, then I'll teach other people how to do it. For sure. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah absolutely. <laughs> and that's the other thing. I think people miss that as a business idea is the teaching component, right? Again, that's a really easy way exactly. to scale things up in yeah, terms when of... You're, when you teach somebody, you're also reiterating that to yourself. For sure. And then you learn it even better. Absolutely. Absolutely. But like even like in a like a business sense in terms of uh, like online like coaching modules and like you have all this stuff to make videos here, like you could easily scale that up in terms of informational content, right? For sale, for people to learn. Yeah. Like and that's something that... I think people miss the boat on that type of stuff all the time. Like, I know a few professionals, like, everyone sees themselves as a professional, but they're also, like, a teacher, right? And if you can teach other people that and add on streams of income that um, you put the work up, up front and then it's for sale somewhere and push it every once in a while, like, like that stuff really helps, right? Like, it's... Definitely. As long yeah. as, you know, you have the right mindset behind it, too. For sure. That you're not wanting to, like if someone was out there just to scam people and not put out a yeah. good product. For sure. They could make money in the short term. True. But at the same time, like those, you got to understand those people exist in everything all the I time. Suppose, right? They're not going to go away. And I see it a lot of times that people who are very qualified to do these things don't want to be seen as one of those people and therefore don't do it. Uh, it's and one I, of those they blocks. Get, yeah, they get caught in that trap. And I think... A lot of times, like in my business life, I had to tell myself, if not, like, why not me, right? Like, why not? Why wouldn't I do this? Why, like, when you get those kind of um, feelings that you're not qualified for it or stuff, it's like, if I'm not going to do it, someone else is, and there's a good chance they're less qualified than me, and they're just capitalizing on something right. where, like, I deserve this. And I think if a lot of people can like, get that in their minds, then they need to go through with it because there's a lot of very qualified people that don't do these things because they think that um, people will see them as frauds or right. whatever and if you saw the garbage that was out there like I, I probably I could google magic lessons online magic lessons and I'm sure I could pump <laughs> money okay. pump money into something that I will get nothing out of right so yeah yeah very true no I, I totally see exactly what you what you mean now yeah, yeah. well it's just I see them like powerlifting a lot, like very qualified people, like okay. not offering their services because they think that yeah. they shouldn't or they can't. And maybe it's just one of, like, it happens for a bunch of different reasons, but a lot of people should and can, and maybe they're just, uh, maybe they're just, I don't know if they're like against capitalism in general, but like once you, it's kind of, it's a liberating feeling to like someone pay you for something like you to them without like a middleman organizing the entire thing right. like some 
agency slash government organization slash large corporation, right? Like mm -hmm. that spirit, I think, really helps people once they like feel that, like, oh, I got paid for this. Like, I got paid for my talent or being able to deliver something. I think that's like it's once they get powerful. that. Yeah, no, yeah. it is very powerful. It's like, oh my god, I just did that, right? And I see it more and more for it's helping so many people to be able to do their own businesses, their own thing. For sure. I, I see that's where the world is going. Abs well, currently. absolutely. I think, I think everything kind of goes in cycles, right? And I think we kind of have that um, right now with like everything being so like corporation driven and almost like you're never like corporations don't have souls, right? Like yeah. You're never directly like <laughs> answering to someone yeah. kind of thing. Like you're not talking to someone, you can't deal with someone. It's always someone else or someone that's part of something. Um, and I think small businesses are starting to, since they don't have those limitations and barriers um, and having to go through like the grapevine of, you know, all of that, like administrative type stuff, um, small businesses are solving problems very quickly that big corporations can't. And it's just a cycle that like the big corporations are going to have to either become smaller or act like smaller ones in order to solve like the problems that we're facing. Okay. You know what I mean? So I definitely yeah. see what you're, I think small businesses are going to continue to grow and I'm not sure if it's because our access to the internet or we can scale things up faster now or you can actually do some like really powerful things just on your own um, with social media and all that stuff so I do I, I see that becoming like a cycle right and I think large corporations are gonna have to model themselves after what small businesses do really well because they're still giants with financial backing course, right yeah. but at the same time I think once they see that their um, end product is kind of like their end goal or the bottom line is starting to hurt because of that, like right. they'll definitely start to learn a little bit. So I see what you're saying with the change things a little bit for sure. And I mean, that's where I think everything's cyclical, right? Mm -hmm. Like everything gets kind of like thrown through the wash. And once it gets really bad one way, there's a good chance that everything collapses and it goes back to a different way, which is going right. to be different. And then it'll come back around again. For sure. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It, in the future, whatever our, our kids, kids, yeah. whatever type of internet they use. <laughs> For sure. Oh, man. I, yeah. Speaking of which, uh, do you plan on having kids anytime soon? Uh, yeah, I think in the, not in the immediate, immediate future, but yeah. definitely. Once um, you get married and everything? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Very cool. Yeah. Which would be something I'm definitely excited about. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know how many? Uh... More than one, more than and probably one. less than four, I okay. think. Something like that. Okay, um, just watch your love triplets. Right yeah, off the <laughs> right off the hop. Yeah, no choice. Um, there's none of that in my family, so I don't think. Not that there's a huge genetic component, but I think there's twins and triplets around. If it happens, you're gonna blame me. So <laughs> yeah, for sure, especially with like this scope of like believing things, right? right. Like we've been talking about that. Yeah. If you believe it, it'll happen. So. Um, for your future children, yep. if you had to, or if you had the opportunity to leave behind some sort of media, whether it's video or maybe it's a book, or yeah. maybe it's just uh, some sort of audiobook even, yeah. that teaches them a lesson and they have to learn and apply it, what would it be? Hmm. That's a good one. Um, it's hard to say. I think a lot of the lessons I've learned are like like hard lessons. They're not like 
I think a lot of the things that you learn have to do with your own story mm-hmm. and not someone else's. So I'm having a hard time saying like, this is something I really learned. Cause I, I think I, I personally need to screw up myself in order to see it. And I think that's probably any stubborn person's problem. Yeah. Right. So I'm trying to think of a, a book that would do that for them. You give me, what, what is yours? Mine? Yeah. That's a good, that's a good question. And I actually haven't thought of it for myself. For sure. Yeah. A lot of good questions are like that. You're like, yeah. oh, now I have to answer this. But, it's uh, really hard. I really like Outliers. Yeah. And it uh, just taught a lot about how if you were, if you put in enough time and effort into yeah. something that you want to do, uh-huh. you'll be great at it. Yeah. No, absolutely. It's just a matter of time. That's a good one. Uh, I think in a similar vein, probably um, The War of Art by Stephen Pressfield. Okay. is a really good um, book. It's a similar concept. It's kind of like, it just kind of goes through how like anyone that's super successful just does shows up and does the work and kind of case studies on that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, just like a lot, how like famous authors will like, they literally like, they write for eight hours on Christmas. Like that type of stuff. Like yeah. they show up and do it and that's how like when most people have creative blocks, it's because they just haven't like fought through that feeling long enough. Right. So that's that's a really good um, book. I think a lot of people conceptualize that. Um, and I mean, it's weird. It's like one of those things, like in high school and stuff. Like anyone that's been like, um, like a high school athlete, like just shows up to practice and shows up to like the games and like you show up and do it because you enjoy it and stuff. But as soon as like you get out of high school or go to university, if you don't have those, like, traits already kind of um, instilled in you, like, that kind of just, like, show up and work hard thing, like, you just don't have it, right? Like, right. you don't, you haven't learned that yet. So it's weird, like, if people can learn how to do that. And it's, like, you're just shutting your brain off half the time and just doing it and just, like, becoming regular at that type of thing that's, like, super, super important. Yeah. How do you unplug from the world? I, I honestly need to get better at that. Yeah. I don't do a very good job of that. Okay. Like, I'm always kind of looking or something. Like, I think probably in the next, that's probably another good one in five years of something that I want to be a little bit better at is, like, setting setting aside time for things that aren't um, directly business-related or I'm not thinking about because it just becomes so consuming and stuff, and then it kind of affects your productivity it when does, you should yeah. be working on things, right? Right. So I definitely need to get a lot better at that, and I don't do a very good job of that. Because I think a lot of my passions lie in, like, like my hobbies are things that I also, like, work in constantly. So there's, mm-hmm. like, overlap there, and it's hard to get away from it, for sure. Especially when, on, like, client basis, you try to make yourself accessible, and you really care about it. So if someone, like, emails you and stuff, like, you feel as if, like, you should answer to them right away and stuff. So it's, like, right. putting stuff in place that gives you a chance to break and shut off and stuff. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, personally, for emails, I set a time. It's 1 o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. I answer all the emails. It's a very good time because people will email you in the morning, and then yeah. and then you have, like, a chance to respond to everything. Exactly. And, like, and set a time limit. I, I check again at 4 just in case there's <coughs> more thing, but I try to be very thorough with the email yeah. and cover every single point yeah. so that there shouldn't be any more follow-up. For sure. And, you know, get to the get to the point quicker. Yeah, absolutely. Because, yeah... That's actually something from the four-hour work week where you just be comprehensive in everything so yep. that you 
don't waste any time. For sure. Or like have, like if those questions that you're going to be answering anyway can be posted online in like a frequently asked questions section or something. Right. Just be able to like reference that and move on quickly, right? And if mm -hmm. they don't get what they're looking for, That's just follow idea. up, right? Yeah. Especially in terms of like, I think a lot of people, they want to like blog and stuff and they want to um, give value back to people. And there's a good chance, like, if you went through your emails, you'd realize that you're saying, like, the same thing over and over again All a lot time. of time, yeah. right? So if you can put that into some sort of post or something that is going to stay on a page somewhere and you can just reference it really quickly, it's, like, saves you so much time. That's a good idea. For sure. Yeah, because I, or like I just don't a have a frequently asked question thing. No. When I, sh I should have that, that page on my website. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Or even just like if you want it to be like a little bit more unique and um, applied to them, like their specific situation, like just saving a Google, like a like composed email of something. Like a template. That, yeah, a template that solves most, like or answers most of that questions and you just leave a few spaces in for how you want it to apply to them. Right, and customize it. That really, really yeah, helps. It's a good idea. Yeah. Although I saw something this morning. Um, Someone that like a very influential personal um, training website had someone uh, like pretty much like spamming, but it shouldn't have been spam, like trying to write for them. And like oh, yeah. they almost had like the code headings like in the, it was like, hey, blank, blank, blank. And it should have like the code that they wrote should have like put the name of the person in there, but yeah. it didn't. And he oh, no. like put them on blast <laughs> kind of thing. And it was like, hey, bracket, bracket. Like the code that should have went in where the oh. name was supposed to go. It's like so find a balance between those things. <laughs> hey. Yeah. Angle bracket name or whatever it is. Yeah. 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 <laughs> exactly. Oh yeah. Yeah. I thought about getting into those sort of things with the automated emails. Yeah. And getting into that sort of marketing. Uh, I don't know much about it yet, but uh, For I, sure. I feel like that's a good a uh, good way to automate things in the background. Oh, absolutely. Do you mean more like an email list or? Yeah, a list of... and, you know, yeah. if people, for example, if they inquired about a certain type of show that I offer. Yeah. I could put them on a list here. For sure. And then. The next time you're offering something a little different or offering yeah. more time, like you have openings and stuff. Right. Just an email list, right? Like yeah. saying like, oh, hey, I have openings on this. Yeah, I know you were interested in the past. Like, right. I'm available again, X, X, and X kind of thing. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think it would make it a little <coughs> bit easier, possibly. But I haven't. Uh, For sure, a lot of people say like a uh, business's email list is like the most powerful tool yeah. that they have. Yeah. For sure. Do you have you been starting a list or? Yeah. Do, yeah. yeah. You probably have quite a large list then. Yeah. For sure. Actually, something um, I think you should do, which is super simple. Um, you could just create like a form on your website for email lists. Okay. Um, I, I have something for something like a like newsletter. That. Right a now. newsletter would be really good. What I think would be cool, though, is when you're going to do street performing type work, mm -hmm. after you've done a trick, say if you want to keep up to date with me, yeah. like throw out your phone and the email list is like right there. Because if it's, um, we did that, like the last couple of shows we did with Soul Foods, like we brought iPads mm -hmm. and we had the email list ready to go. It's like try oh, this yeah? free sample and if you want to keep it up to date with what we're doing, here is how you sign up for our email list. And it's better than like someone just writing their name in too, right? Because it seems a little bit more professional when it's like, enter your email here, your name, email, right? And yeah. it's just super easy. Oh, that's a good idea. Especially for trade shows and stuff. Yeah. Like that kind of stuff. Like you're showing up. Like yeah. that's the that's where you get true value, right? Is 
booking shows and stuff. It's not just exactly. showing up or in-person sales. Right. Right? It's like the... Yeah, because everything's through email nowadays. For sure. Yeah. For sure. I like that idea. Because, yeah, cool. getting into more trade shows next year, too. Yeah. Uh, for sure. It's going to be a good Especially with, like, a, I think that was your phone. Like, that's even a good size for just being able to put something on there. Right. Like, it's super, super easy. Yeah. Not necessarily an iPad or anything. But, no. You know, like, it like be, it could be your phone or, like, even, like, I don't know. My tablet worked fine for it. Like, just having it right maybe there. Maybe a laptop. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah. Can you share with us something small that you've done that has shaped into something larger? Um, like something maybe you maybe you helped someone across the street one time, you know, something really uh, small. But it, yeah, it's really. I'm blank a little bit. I'm okay. trying to think. Um, I think I'm a helpful person. Yeah. <laughs> maybe like. Uh, I try to open doors for people a lot. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I try to do that. I think it's just inviting and nice and it doesn't take too much time out of your day. Yeah. This is for someone that like rushes around all the time. Yeah. Like I do try to do that. And it's just kind of like a, I don't know, it just gets you in the mindset that, that you can help people in small ways kind of mm. thing. It's just right. like polite. It's something I try to do. Help the better good of yeah. all the people. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Um, but I'm all, I, there's a, tons of ways that I need to be better with that. Yeah. Like that kind of stuff, but I think that's probably a small well, thing that I try everyone to Everyone can be better in, in everything, yeah, right? for sure. Well, you just, especially when you're trying to accomplish those type of things, it's like really easy to become very self-involved and thinking of all the things that you need to do, right? Right. Yeah. So, Can you share a story, uh, maybe your favorite memory? My favorite memory? Yeah. Um, the, uh, I'm trying to think. In my last, the last uh, bodybuilding run I did, we had this novice show in Moose Jaw. And uh, like in, in bodybuilding or men's physique, they have like different categories. Mm-hmm. And the category winners go on and compete against each other for like an overall thing. Okay. And I got a chance to do that in the first show. Um, and I just, we had like a really, really good time. So it was me being 5'7 against this guy who's like ginormous. I think he's like 6'5 or something. Okay. So we kind of played off the high-small thing and it definitely like just really brought the crowd into it because usually it's just like very like rigid posing against each other. Like you just do your thing and yeah. like people watch kind of thing but they got involved and stuff and it was really fun and nice. I just, I know like it just kind of like brought a little flair to the show kind of thing and we really had a good time up there. So that was fun. Um, That's really cool. Yeah, just like like David and Goliath sort of thing. Exactly, but like people think people think a lot of times like you can't do anything like there's basically no hard and fast rules for a lot of the things that we go through in life. But people like to like stay down the same path and think that they have to do it a certain way and stuff. And it's just like no one's gonna like rarely ever is anyone like watching you so intently that what you're doing is wrong, right? Like I think it. Most people don't understand that. That, so I think that was an example of that. Yeah, doing like, your own thing is a lot, usually a lot better than trying to do what someone else is doing. Yep. Yeah. For sure. It's like a cut and paste sort of thing. Yeah. I'm trying to think of a different story though. Um, no, that's about it. That's okay. the only thing that comes to mind right now. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, is there anything else you'd like to share? 
Uh, Specifically, maybe your business-wise, personal-wise. Uh, no, watch out for Swole Foods. I think that's yeah. going to be. I think it's an interesting. I'm excited. Concept and yeah, I definitely think it's going to do really, really well. And um, we're just going to have to keep up with the growth, which is it'll be growing. Yeah, that'll be the biggest thing. Hey? The growing pains and stuff, yeah. but um, um, I think we're going to be able to keep up with it. So I think there's going to be some cool things coming next summer that we're definitely going to work nice. on for sure. And just uh, the health and fitness community has like boomed in the last two to three years with a bunch. Of, people just seem to be so interested. Um, in improving their health in different avenues, and they seem to be a lot more involved than Fair. in the past, especially with like the things that they used to be a little afraid of, like barbell training, for example. That used to be something that was like very daunting, but people are seeing it as something that they can do and get involved with and learn about and stuff. So mm -hmm. that's been really good. Uh, but other than that, just watching for Swole Foods. You can get involved with, like, you can get in contact with me. Uh, my email is. Mark, M-A-R-C, at polyhealth.ca, which okay. is the name of my business, polyhealth. Um, it's the same, M-A-R-C, at swolefoods.ca. So either one will uh, filter into the same email. Okay. Um, Instagram's at Mark W. Morris. And then I think my Facebook's the same, Mark W. Mark period w. Morris. Okay. Yeah. And I'll put all of that in the, the show notes. Sweet. So people yeah. can I'm always I'm always interested that. in... Um, linking up with people and talking and like, I don't know, finding ways to make our community slash greater world better. So anyone want to reach out, like definitely would love to talk about whatever. So awesome. Yeah. yeah. And you're, sure. you're easy to talk to and you're easy to get a hold of. Yeah. So, well, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, definitely check out Mark and yeah. Poly Health, Swole Foods. Yeah. And thank you so much for coming yeah, out on bet. the podcast. Uh, yeah, I had a lot of fun. I it's learned so much. Yeah. And yeah, thank you very much for sharing. No problem. All of, not all of your knowledge, but, you know, giving us a window into your world. Yeah. For a moment in time. I appreciate here, so. you letting me tell that, like, small, small story. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I want you to come back on. I will. In the future here. Yeah, and for sure. Yeah, we'll do a, a follow-up on Swole Foods. Yeah, I've, let's do it. Nice. Sounds good. All right. Thank you very yeah, much. You bet. Thanks. Well, there you have it, folks. That was Mark Morris. I hope you enjoyed this episode and soaked in all the information and knowledge that Mark shared with us today. And be sure to hit that subscribe button so that next week you can get the episode as soon as it comes out. We release podcasts every Thursday. So be sure to subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, TuneIn, or... Even on my website, you can sign up there as well. That's www.hadlen.com. Well, guys, thank you again so much for taking time out of your day to listen to this podcast. It means a lot. So please be sure to go out there and work every single day as hard as you can and make your dream a reality. Come on, Gina. Wait, 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 wait.